0: Welcome to the Friday Night Spirit of Prophecy Church Bible Study, and I am going live for a reason. So, sometimes, <laughs> I, you know, I, I, I preach on Sunday, and then I do the Friday Night Bible Study, and then there's the Prophecy Club, and then there's just my own reading sometimes. So, I thought we would cover—no, no, let me back up. So, when I got down on my knees, asked the Lord what we should cover in the Bible Study— He said, Jeremiah 15 and 51. Uh, Did we just cover that? So I came in, I started reading it, and I thought, man, I know we just covered this. So I'm asking folks out there, maybe you folks will remember. Maybe I covered this on Sunday morning. Maybe I covered it in Bible study. Maybe I just read it. It sure seems like I just read it. Matter of fact, it seems like I just taught through Jeremiah 50 and 51. So let me put it up. Uh, Because I don't want to cover it if we just covered it. But there's some really good stuff. Matter of fact, let me do one more thing. I want to get that font a little larger there. Better. So, have we covered Jeremiah 50-51? You folks out there send me a, a note. If we have. If we have, then we'll move something else you sure seems to me like we have. South Carolina, Southern California. Uh Stan, how do you get those excellent thumbnail picks for your <laughs> for your broadcasts? I don't know. Uh Venice does that. Uh she is she's marvelous. She, I mean I, I record the program every day in Camtasia, if it matters, if, if that's if you're interested to know the program. And I just record the – I make the PowerPoint, do the research. You help me with the research with your emails. And then I make the PowerPoint, and then I record it, and then I put it up in Dropbox. And then Benice pulls it down, and she is the one that makes all of those thumbnails and makes it wonderful. Uh, my son, Sean, is our tech support. I often call him you – know, many times a day I call him – but if I have any problems, I'll call and I'll say, uh, is tech support in? <laughs> I even call him like on a Sunday night or something, you know. There's times I've called him, he's been at a restaurant, he'll, he'll drop what he's doing and help me. But anyway, so uh, have we covered Jeremiah 50 and 50, 51? Two chapters, Jeremiah 50 and 51. Uh, someone, say, if we have, let me know. If not, then we're about to cover it. Los Angeles, all right. Snow, Ohio. Yeah, well, I lived in Kansas for about 22 years. and um, Funny thing, I mean, I, I i love Kansas, and I love the Kansas people. And it, the, the snow didn't seem to bother me when I was there, but I wouldn't want to go back. Okay, so no one's answering me. We got one minute. So in one minute, if somebody does not tell me, that we have covered Jeremiah chapters 50 and 51 in the Bible study, then that's what I'm going to cover. So if we covered that, somebody let me know real quick. It's okay to say, no, we haven't covered it too. That is, if you've been to every one of the Bible studies, hopefully, I don't think we have Stan. Okay. Well, bless you, Brenda here. I I know how to do this. I can now click and I can show that up there for you. Uh. Florence, Colorado, Los Angeles, South Carolina, um, Southern California, Snowy, Ohio. Okay, cover it, Stan. From Paducah, Kentucky. I can't remember doing it. Sorry, I want to say no. Okay, well, just for that, then we'll just cover it. Okay, so it's 6.30. It's time to get started. First of all, I want to say I love you, and I love the Bible, and I love Jesus, and I love studying, and I love teaching, and I was just think today, Stan, why do you do this? No, 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 I mean, really, you know, why do you do this? I'll tell you why. I love the Bible. I love Jesus. I love teaching and reading the Bible. I do it because I need it, but also I think that the body of Christ needs it. I think in a day and time when there's so many distractions, we get away from the Bible. We get away from it real easy. I mean, I watched the Super Bowl. I was over at my daughter's house, so I didn't feel like it was my place to tell them skip all the commercials and skip the uh, uh, the uh, the. Uh, the half time. I did notice it was 30 minutes, but uh, at the same time, I still read my Bible. I still pray. I still go to church. Uh, of course, I guess they would miss me at church since I bring the sermon. <laughs> anyway, okay, so here's what we're going to cover tonight. We're going to cover Jeremiah chapter 50, 51, and if we have time, uh, possibly uh, some other scriptures. But You know, I try to stay away from prophecy because we do so much of that in Prophecy Club, but I don't do a lot of actual scripture teaching in Prophecy Club. Why? Because I notice that when I do, the views go down. Not just a little bit, they go down a lot. So I tend to stay away from scriptures in the Prophecy Club. But during the Bible study, that's exactly what we did. And I need it. So I figured if I need it, Probably somebody else does too. Okay, so let's pray. Because heaven and earth will pass away, but his word will never pass away, and it is eternal. And I don't think we can understand it without the Holy Spirit showing us. I know there's been many times in Bible study that I got a deeper meaning on something. So we got to go to the Lord to help us understand it. So, first of all, Lord, we start with worship. We say, Great and marvelous are thy works, Lord God Almighty. Just. And true are thy ways, thou King of saints. Who shall not fear thee, O Lord, and glorify thy name? For thou only art holy. For all nations shall come and worship before thee when thy judgments are made manifest. From one new moon to another, one Sabbath to another, all flesh shall come to worship before thee. Every knee will bow, every tongue will confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of the Father. I look forward to seeing you at the marriage Supper of the Lamb. Where you be brought before the ancient of days, and you're given dominion, glory, and a kingdom. For your dominion is an everlasting dominion, and your kingdom is that which shall not be destroyed, that all people, nations, and languages shall serve and obey you. Wisdom and might are yours. You change the times and seasons. You removeth kings and setteth up kings. You giveth wisdom to the wise and knowledge of them that know understanding. You revealeth the deep and secret things. You knoweth what is of the darkness, and the light dwelleth with you. Lord, we ask that you would be that light shining into the darkness so we can see, know, and understand your word. Show us the deep and secret things. Help us to understand this. And Lord, make us soul winners, not just a few. Bring on the time when we'll have many people standing around us bringing Bible study, bringing, bringing understanding to the last days that we're in. Many people receiving Jesus. And Lord, we raise our hand in the Spirit, saying, Here am I, Lord, send me. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay, so we're in Jeremiah chapter 50. This, Dimitri and I both agree, the entire chapter is talking about America. And there may be a few parts that still talk about the old Babylon, but this is mostly talking about our nation today. And if you want to know more about it, this past Sunday, uh, God had me talk on Isaiah 13 and then um, Revelation 18. And surprisingly, the Spirit of Prophecy Church, you'd think that I would be teaching on prophecy more, but it's not the Prophecy Club. It's not a Bible study. It is a church, and a church brings a word. I mean, there's there's a scripture that tells you what to do in a church, but I'm not going to go to that right now. But my point is, for some reason, God is having me do a lot of teaching on Bible prophecy, specifically prophecies about the nation. And I guess maybe before we even started, then let, me, let me tell you what I think. I, I told, I don't know, on so many different platforms now, I forget how many people I'm talking to. But over the last two weeks, I have got five different dreams. And I'll tell you the last one. The last one was I answered the phone and some woman on the phone wanted me to make a payment on something. And I told her I don't have the money. And she says, well, you better start selling things. So I have started selling things. I have started lightening the load so that we can weather the storm. And in here, I haven't got a dream or vision, but in here. I've learned that I, I know that I know that feeling. When I wake up and and I've got it, several mornings this past week, that prophecy club is going to be in financial trouble. Either Johnson family, if I don't do something, only well, it's been really strong this time, and I really think that there is a storm. Just it's no longer over the horizon, it's no longer at the end of the block, it's no longer at the end of the driveway, it is at our door, it's ringing the doorbell. And is telling at least me and my family, we need to lighten the load. And I think, I think, I do not know. Believe me, I prayed and asked God to tell me, and I can't seem to get him to tell me everything I want to know. Of course, <laughs> if you telling me everything I want to know, <laughs> I, I would be asking questions all day long. But anyway, um, based upon what Vicki Goforth Parnell said, and I put it in, today's program and yesterday's program and I've already put it in Monday's program too. And that is apparently if Vicki Goforth Parnell is hearing from God, and I think she is, then I think that, here, let, let me let me get rid of this for just a second. We'll come back to it. I think that we are about to see China invade Taiwan. Now God had not told me that. It's not that saith the Lord for me. It is in, in, in the program, I go through and I show you specifically what she's saying and this is what it means. And Unless she's missed it, at least what she's saying, and I explain why it's this year, apparently by next Saturday night, possibly even next Saturday night, China's going to invade Taiwan. That's a real big deal. And that may be the financial trouble that is about to hit all of America, not just me, but I think God is warning me and it would not surprise me to find that many of the people out there that are watchmen have been warned. And some of them, maybe you're not even heard of Stan Johnson, the prophecy club because God gets his own ready. I think we are just around the corner from a lot of trouble. And I think that's why he'd had me talk on Prophecy this past Sunday at our church. And it would be very wise if you, let's put it this way Um, I had more people come up to me that say that they loved the sermon this past Sunday morning, more compliments than I don't know, maybe ever. Uh, And I told them, I said, you know, I just spoke my heart and I talked about Bible prophecy. I talked about America. And that's what we're about to do here tonight. So, Lord, Show us your heart, Lord. Show us what's coming for our nation. Help us to understand it. All right, let's get going. Jeremiah 50, 51. Or oh, the word of the Lord spake into Babylon. That means America. So anytime you see Babylon, understand it's talking about America. Spake against Babylon and against the land of the Chaldeans. I know a lot of people say, "Oh, wait a minute, those are the land Chaldeans." That's that's the old Babylon. Well, yes, it was. But history repeats itself. Matter of fact, one person says it has to because no one pays attention. But this is a repeating prophecy. As uh, Goforth Parnell again was told, that we're, in the the eyes of God, we're no longer called America. We are now called called Babylon. And Revelation 18 specifically calls us the mystery Babylon. The word of the Lord came to Babylon against the land of Chaldeans by Jeremiah the prophet. Declare thee among the nations and publish and set up a standard. Now, I did just a recent little research here. I, I've got the research still up here. Let me let me just pop over and just show you here. Okay, so I did research on. I think I've even got my search. Yeah, no, not there, not there, right there. Yeah, okay. So I did a search through the King James Bible on the word standard, and as you can see, it brought up these scriptures. Now, we don't. It's not these up here. We're not concerned with. But if we jump in right here to the prophecy areas of the Bible, we see set up a standard. Okay, so what is the standard? Okay, so that's when God holds up his law, specifically the Ten Commandments, and says, okay, this is my law, and I'm judging you according to what I've told you to do. So it says set up the standard. That means a judgment is coming. Sometimes that judgment is good. Sometimes that judgment is bad. Most times time it's bad. Say the Lord God, Behold, I lift up my hand to the Gentiles and set up my standard of the people, and they shall bring their sons in their arms, and the daughters shall be carried upon their shoulders. So that's a good judgment coming. Now let's keep going. Next one. So the Spirit of the Lord says, uh, shall lift up a standard against him. That's judgment coming. Skipping. Go through, go through the gates. Prepare the way of the people. Cast up, cast up the highway. Gather out the stones. Lift, Lift up a standard for the people. Behold, the Lord hath proclaimed. And at the end of the world, say to the daughter of Zion, Behold, thy salvation cometh Behold, His reward is with him. There it is. His reward is with him. So that's the last days. It's talking about the day Jesus returns. Lift up the standards. Go to another one. Jeremiah 4, 6. Set up a standard towards Zion. That's Israel. Retire. Stay not. For I will bring evil from the north and a great destruction. So this is talking about the last days, too. Set up a standard. This means judgment's coming. How long shall I see the standard and hear the sound of the trumpet? Go on to the next one. Well, that's where we are tonight. Declare among the nations. Set up a standard. So a standard is when God is bringing judgment on a nation. Now, let me show you. Look over here. I think you can see that. Yes. Yes, here. Okay. So Jeremiah 50. I have to scroll down here a little bit for you to see this. Okay. Look at the last ones. Jeremiah 50, 51, 51. So three of the set of the standards are in the scriptures we're reading tonight. So these are judgment. These are the last day's judgment, specifically coming on America. And also let's talk about Israel in there, too. Anyway, let's go. Declare you among the nations and publish. Set up a standard. Publish. And conceal not. Say Babylon is taken. That's the fall of America. Baal, as in Moloch and Baal, it's the same thing. Baal is confounded, Morodach is broken in pieces, her idols are confounded, her images are broken to pieces. So when Jesus returns, this is the judgment upon Babylon, her god of Moroch and Baal would be broken. For out of the north to come up the nation against her. Okay, well, who's north of America? That would be Canada. Is it saying Canada attacks us? So oh, wait a minute, let's out of the north. Let's keep going further north. And what we run into? Russia so Russia is one of the nations going to attack us for out of the north there cometh a nation against her which shall make her land desolate and none shall dwell therein and they shall remove and they shall depart both man and beast that's straight out of Isaiah or revelation 18 it says that her land will be desolate none will dwell therein and they will remove remember come out of her my people that you be not protectors of the sins you receive not of her plagues. Jeremiah fifty one. We're going to read it tonight. Let Jerusalem come into your mind. That's what it's saying. In those days and in that time, saith the Lord, the children shall of Israel shall come, and they and their children, and they of the children of Judah together, going and weeping, they shall go and seek the Lord their God. So yes, there is a revival coming to Israel. Remember, it says a measure of wheat for a penny. That's me- that's one measure of wheat for a penny three measures of barley for a penny. See, that hurt not the oil and the wine. So what it's saying is one measure of, of wheat for a penny. Wheat represents the Gentiles or those washed in the blood of Jesus. And then the barley represents the Jews. So what that's saying is, I believe in the last days, it's saying that three out of four people saved will be Jews, not Gentiles. God's attention. Jerusalem would be trodden down to the Gentiles till the times of the Gentiles be fulfilled. And even was spoken to Dimitri that there'll come a time when God's attention will it turn from the Gentiles back to the Jews. And that's when he's concentrating on getting his people saved. Okay, now let's go on. <clears throat> okay, here we go. In those days and at times, saith the Lord, The children of Israel shall come, and they and the children of Judah together going weeping. They shall go and seek the Lord their God. They shall ask the way to Zion. Their faces shall be thitherward, saying, Come, let us join ourselves to the Lord in a perpetual covenant that shall not be forgotten. My people hath been lost sheep. Their shepherds have caused them to go astray. They have turned them away on the mountains, and they have gone from mountain to hill, and they have forgotten the resting place. All that found them, have devoured them. That's talking about America. And I just was reading today, that's the way Chinese train their troops. There are no prisoners. They don't have any prisoners of war. Anybody they find to kill man, woman or child, they kill them all. We offend not because they have sinned against the Lord, the habitation of justice, even the Lord, the hope of their fathers. So when Russia, Cuba, Nicaragua, Central America and Mexico, North Korea, probably Venezuela, when the other nations come in to attack America, they say, we offend not because they've sinned against the Lord. And they're right. Remove out of the midst of Babylon and go forth out of the land of the Chaldeans. Now, a lot of people say, oh, well, that's talking about the old Babylon. Well, wait a minute. Uh, did we at one time not own and control the land of the Chaldeans as in Iraq? Yes. And by the way, the Lord told me, and which now someone sent me an email today. Anyway, the Lord told me was I need I should have written it down. But well, I mean, it was Monday night that we're going to war with Iran. I didn't hear an audible voice. I didn't see a vision. Have a dream in here. Same thing. He told me in here that we need to get ready for a financial storm. I'm not a prophet. It's different. When you're a prophet, I can tell you it's very different between me and Leslie. She hears on a level I do not hear. Anyway, remove out of the midst of Babylon. There's a time coming, I believe, that the Spirit of the Lord will speak to Christians all across America, telling them to get out of America. And my guess is it's not far. Remove out of the midst of Babylon, go forth out of the land of the Chaldeans, and be as the he goats before the flocks, meaning be. Forceful and driving and adamant that you're going to get out of America. For lo, I will raise and cause up, uh, cause to come up against Babylon an assembly of great nations from the north north part. Now this is not just the north part: Russia, Cuba, Nicaragua, Central America, Mexico, Venezuela, North Korea, okay, others from the north country. And they shall set themselves in array against her. In other words, they've set plans from thence she shall be taken. Their arrows shall be as a mighty man. None shall return in vain. They are all guided by satellite guidance, and they don't miss. And Chaldea shall be a spoil. All the spoil shall be satisfied, saith the Lord. Because you were glad, because you rejoiced. O oh, you destroyers of mine heritage. Wait a minute. O oh, destroyers of mine heritage. See, we turn against Israel. First big thing that we turn against Israel is the dividing of Israel with Jerusalem. But did you know that America is sending millions of dollars to the Palestinians? And that boatload or trainload, excuse me, the plane load of money that was sent to Iran came from America to Iran. All of those attacks that the Houthis are doing upon the shipping out in the Red Sea right now, who paid for that? The answer is Obama and Biden or America, okay? Oh, destroys your mind heritage, verse 11, because you're grown fat as the heifer at grass and bellow as bulls. Who's the fattest nation in the world? Look around. Both men and women and even children are mostly overweight in our nation. I think it's not just talking about the fact we're overweight. I think it's also saying that we're overblessed. We're overweight, we're overblessed, we're overpaid, uh, talking to a girl down the street today. She just got a job at a chiropractor place making $13 an hour. And I said, you know, <clears throat> you realize that's a big blessing, don't you? I said, when I was in Honduras, I was talking to a girl. She worked at a pizza shop. And I was going through the interpreter. And I said, so how much do you make an hour? Well, the interpreter did not say anything to her. He answered directly. He turned it back to me and said, well, down here, they don't pay them by the hour. They pay them by the week. I said, okay, how much you make a week? She said, $96. Well, how many hours a day? What time do you go to work and get off? She said, go to work at 7 and get off at 7. 7 days a week. 7, 7, 7, seven in the morning, 7 in the evening, 7 days a week for $96. And this girl just down, I think she's uh, 22, recently married. Making $13 an hour and 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 she only has to work 42 hours, excuse me, 32 hours a week, but they go ahead and pay her for 40 hours and give her insurance. What a deal. You know, that's a big blessing, and I'm happy for her. Because you're growing fat as the heifer at grass and bellow as bulls. Her mother, your mother shall be sore confounded. She that bare you shall be ashamed. Behold, the hindermost of the nations shall be a wilderness, a dry land, in a desert. So who's it talking about? Your mother shall be sore confounded. Well, who's the mother of America? Um, That would be England, okay? We came out of the lion. Go read Daniel chapter seven. And God raised her up and put a a heart in her and made her a nation with a nation that was not a nation. And it's, it's saying that England is ashamed at how filthy America's become. Not only are we the number one abortor, the number one um, in filth, cussing, um, we make the movies for the world, we make the music for the world. When I was in Japan, I don't know, 10, 12 years ago, we are downtown Tokyo. And when we checked into the hotel, I heard some Japanese music I really liked. I said, What's the name of that music? And how do we get a hold of a copy of that? And they wrote it down on a piece of paper. We we're walking around a couple of blocks away. We walked into a music store. I thought it was just a normal music store, but the music store was four stories tall. And it's about a full city block. I mean, it's huge. And all of around here, I mean, I saw Elvis. I saw all of these American singers and everything. It was, it was all American music, this whole, whole store. So I found someone that worked there. I handed him a piece of paper and I said, uh, I'd like to have a copy of this. So they took me over to this. It was about four foot wide, about six foot tall, and they said, "Ha, this is the Japanese music." (laughs) So American music was four stories tall, and this (laughs) was the Japanese music. Who is it that's corrupted the world? America. We make the porn, we make the filth in magazines, and the few filth in the, the music, and the the commercial, and the halftime at the Super Bowl. Of course, this one, I didn't see a whole lot of filth in this one. Now probably I'll get emails saying, oh, did you see this? Well, probably I didn't. Anyway, the mother should be sore confounded. She should she should be ashamed. Behold, the hindermost of the nations shall be a wilderness, that's America, a dry land and a desert. Because of the wrath of the Lord, it shall not be inhabited, but it shall be wholly desolate. I can show you the same words in Revelation 18. Everyone that goeth by Babylon shall be astonished and hiss at all her plagues. Put yourselves in array against Babylon round about all ye that bend the bow shoot at her, spare no arrows. that's talking about missiles okay for she has said against the Lord, shout against her round about. she has given her hand her foundations are fallen. I remember it was probably twenty years ago. I had a dream one night. And the Lord showed me that our foundations as a nation have fallen. What do you mean? I mean, like Boy Scouts and Girl Scouts. That was a foundation. When I was going to the Boy Scouts as a young man, I had to remember cheerful, thrifty, courteous, kind, you know, all that sort of stuff. And they taught us how to be good Christians. And just about all of us were Christians. But now that foundation is gone. Of course, the church is gone. There's a lot of things. All of our foundations are fallen. Foundations that hold up the church in the name of God. <clears throat> her foundations are fallen. Her walls are thrown down. For it is the vengeance of the Lord. Take vengeance upon her as she has done due to her. I can show you those words in Revelation 18 almost exactly too. Also, just about every time you see this word right here, vengeance. I know I've taught on this. I I know I have. I know somebody's probably saying, I stand, you did talk on this. Sure seems, anyway, I'll go on. Vengeance is almost always a word associated with the last days. Cut off the sower from Babylon and him that handled the sickle in the time of harvest. What does that mean? It means take away our food. In the time of harvest, take away our food. For the fear of the oppressing sword they shall reach they shall turn everyone to his people and they shall flee everyone into his own hand, own land. Come out her, my people, that you be not partakers of his sins, receive not of her plagues. In other words, there is a coming time when God, this is the second time, God is going to say, I'm going to tell the people to leave America. Everyone return into his own land. For the fear of the oppressing sword, they shall turn everyone to his people, they shall flee to his own land. Israel is a scattered sheep, and she is today. The lions have driven her way. First, the king of Assyria hath devoured her, devoured him. At last, this Nebuchadnezzar king of Babylon hath broken his bones. In my book, uh, I think it was this one. Okay, understand Bible prophecy. Secret door to understand Bible prophecy. I think that was the one. And I said that the Antichrist is going to be a resurrected Nebuchadnezzar, and I'll give you the verses to back it up. This is one of them. Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon. So here we are talking about the last days, talking about the destruction of America, and right smack dab in the middle of it, it says Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, has broken his bones. What's Nebuchadnezzar of Babylon doing there? No, we're not talking about the old Babylon because here's another thing. See where it says out of the north parts There will be an assembly of great nations. If you go back and read a little bit of history about Babylon, who was it that defeated Babylon? It was Iraq and Iran, the Medes and the Persians. And they were surrounding Babylon. They weren't coming out of the north. This is not talking about the old Babylon. This is talking about America. And right in the middle of it, talking about America in the last days, it says Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, has broken his bones. That's a a showing and confirming that Nebuchadnezzar, was falling endlessly and helplessly in the bottomless pit, but he ascendeth out of the bottomless pit and go into perdition. Revelation 17. Let's go on. Therefore, thus saith the Lord of hosts, the God of Israel, Behold, I will punish the king of Babylon and his land, as I have punished the king of Assyria. And I will bring Israel again into its habitation, and he shall feed on Mount Carmel and Bashan, and his soul shall be satisfied on Mount Ephraim and Gilead. What's that saying? It's saying that there is going to be a mass, I believe they call it Aliyah, where Jews return back to Israel. As I've said many times, all right, I'll tell you again. So, I don't know, I was 20, 22 years ago. I woke up one morning and I woke up into a dream. And I was looking down on an airplane and there was a ladder, people walking up the ladder getting on the airplane. And a voice spoke to my ear audibly. It said, two men will get on a plane with a virus. Before the plane can land, everyone on board will be dead. This will be the beginning of the end of public air transportation. And I said, what? And the voice rebuked me. said, you weren't listening. (laughs) Like my wife says a lot. (laughs) So I repeated It said, two men will get on a plane with a virus. Before the plane can land, everyone on board will be dead. This will be the beginning of the end of public air transportation. Now, why did God say that? I only recently figured out why he said that. Is That is because when I get the money drilled well in Israel, one of the things I want to just put on my heart to do is to buy an airline. Well, probably the best time to get a good price on an, I didn't say airplane, I said airline. Good, get a good price on an airline would be when all of a sudden, now public air transportation is dead. Nobody's getting on planes for fear of dying on a plane. So you' probably buy an airline an entire airline that's mechanics uh the crew the the ground crew everything all of, buy all, the whole thing for pennies on the dollar that's what's on my heart to do and fly Christians and Jews to Israel because in Israel is' going to be the best place to survive wait a minute, wait a minute. what what about the the uh the uh, the beast of the false prophet what about the mark of the beast what about all those people killing all the people Yes but it's going to be worse than the rest of the world because Israel is going to be the last place where believers of the earth will live. Because Christians, well, America turns into a Christian killing machine. Last verse in uh, Revelation 18, and in her was found the blood of prophets and of saints or all that was slain upon the earth. America turns into a killing machine, Christian killing machine. Okay, let's go on. And I will bring Israel again to his habitation. I'm going to bring and the last verse in Ezekiel 39 says, and I will leave none of them there. That means every Jew will go back to Israel, every one of them. Is to his habitation, he shall feed on Carmel and Bashan, and his soul shall be satisfied upon Mount Ephraim and Gilead. In those days, <clears throat> and in that time, saith the Lord, the iniquity of Israel shall be sought for, and there shall be none. And the sins of Judah, they shall not be found, for I will pardon them whom I reserve. In other words, it's not that there's some great big revival. There may be that too. But what God does is He just forgives them. It's His decision. Uh, you know, it's His heaven and earth. He can do what He wants to do. And He just forgives them. Now, I might add, from my understanding, that only happens about three days before Armageddon. Go up against the land of Marathim, even against it, and against the inhabitants of And I'm not going to go into all who that is. Too much research. Waste and utterly destroy them, saith the Lord, and do according to all that I have commanded thee. A sound of battle is in the land out of a great destruction. How is the hammer of the whole earth? Who's the hammer? Who is the hammer? Who is the person, who is the, the nation that leads the other nations? make America great again, that would be America. We are the hammer of the whole earth. We control the world. America does at God's hand. God set it up that way. How is the hammer of the whole earth cut asunder and broken? How is Babylon, America, become a desolation among the nations? I've laid a snare for thee. Okay, now what's a snare? So the rabbit goes to the food, goes back to the water, goes back to the food, and it's the same path. Every day, and it's safe. But then the wolf comes along, smells the track, and lays in wait. That wolf is a snare. In other words, the things that we've always done that were just fine now all of a sudden get us in trouble. That's a snare, it's a trap. And based upon what Vicky Goforth Parnell has been told, that China and Russia have buddied up and set themselves a trap for America. Even the angel spoke to Demetrius, said that when America goes to war with China, Russia will attack without warning. And if she's telling the truth, and if I have understood the meaning of her, her message, I would say that China is going to attack Taiwan this coming Saturday, February the 24th, 2024. Now, I'm not saying that. God didn't tell me that. I'm simply saying that As we look at what Vicky Goforth Parnell said, that's the interpretation of it. You can't get around it. Okay, so let's go on. For the Lord has opened his armory and has brought forth the weapons of his indignation. For this is the work of the Lord of hosts in the land of the Chaldeans. Come against her from the uttermost border. Open her storehouse. Okay, what's a storehouse? Well, you could say it's a warehouse, food warehouses, armory warehouses, you know, where munitions are kept. But what does the Bible say? Bring you all the tithes into the storehouse. Lately, there's been Coverstone and also Parnell. Uh, it seemed like there's another one, too. I think it was, yeah, Maurice Collar, All talk about churches burning. Now, we've got 6 million people that have come across the southern border in the last three and a half years. According to Chris Reed, there's some good ones, but there's a lot of bad ones. According to the program I made today, that's going to be airing Monday, they that many of them are Chinese military aged men. No, they're not bringing wives. They're not bringing children. But what they are doing is somehow when they arrive here, they're out practicing shooting their shooting skills for killing people. <clears throat> that ought to be a hint. The Lord has opened His armory; He brought forth the weapons of His indignation indignation is almost always associated with the last days for this is the work of the lord god of hosts in the land of the chaldeans come against her cast her up as heaps and destroy her utterly let nothing of her left be left well, i can show you revelation 18 that, that says almost exactly that um, that she burns forever and ever and ever and ever and ever slay all her bullocks okay now what's that well you ever heard of Wild Bill Cody and Bill and what was Hickok, Bill Hickok? Anyway, these guys became famous because they went out and killed the buffalo. So in case you're not familiar with that story of a long time ago, the Indians wanted to keep their land and more of the white folks came in, wanted to take their land. Now a lot of people say, "Well, that was not a very nice thing to do," but the Indians were pagans and the people coming in were Christians, and I believe it was God taking from the pagans and giving to the Christians, which I agree with. God agrees with. And so, while Bill Cody went out and Buffalo Bill, there you go, Buffalo Bill, I remember again. So these guys went and shot and killed almost all of the buffaloes. What happened? Well, that was the Indians' food. And so when they had no more food, they had to go to the white man. The white man said, okay, we're going to give you this little small area of not, it's like the worst land in the the whole area. And that's where they had to live, reservations. And for a while, they couldn't even get off the reservation. And then the white man took all of his nice farmland and began to farm it and things like that. So, as you sow, so also shall you reap. When America was Christian, God took the land from the Indians and gave it to the Christians. But now he's destroying what he gave to the Christians. When it says here, slay all her bullocks, that means that not only are they going to destroy probably burn our wheat fields and things like that, but they're also going to kill all of the cattle, probably all of the pigs, all of the chickens. We've already heard that much of that has been done over the last 18 months. They're killing off our food sources. Why? Because then we have to go and report to them. Slay all her bullocks. Let them go down to the slaughter. Woe to them. For the day has come, the time of the visitation. The voice of them that flee and escape out of the land of Babylon to declare in Zion the vengeance. There's that word again. And the vengeance of our Lord, the vengeance of his temple. Again, last days. No question. Talk about the last days. Call together the archers against Babylon. That would be missiles, what we call today. All you that bend the bow, camp against it round about. So that means that all of the nations surrounding America are going to be the ones attacking. Canada, oh, yeah. Mexico, mm hmm. Central America, yes. All of those, all of the nations attacking and uh, destroying America. Camp against it round about. Let none thereof escape. Recompense her. According to her work, according to all she has done, do unto her. And Revelation says, <clears throat> "All right, here. Let me make a note. I, I keep talking about this. Let me just make a note where I am. Let's see, Jeremiah fifty verse twenty nine. Let's jump up. Okay, um, I'm going to show you where, where where it says that same thing." According to all she has done, doing her for she saith on her heart, I said a queen and no widow, and she'll see no sorrow. Let me show you. Ah, hang on. I keep forgetting. I got to jump over here to do this. Hang on. All right, let's see. Revelation 18, probably like 18, somewhere in there. Oh, we got real close. Okay. Here we go. <clears throat> Where do I want to start here? For her sins reached unto heaven, and God hath remembered her iniquities. Reward her even as she rewarded you. Double unto her double according to her works. In the cup that she has filled, filled to her double. How much she has glorified herself and lived deliciously, so much torment and sorrow give her. For she saith in her heart, I said a queen, and I'm no widow, and she'll see no sorrow. Therefore shall a plagues come in one day, death, mourning, and famine, and she shall be utterly burned with fire, for strong is the Lord God who judgeth her. Now let me go back to Jeremiah. Oops, Jeremiah 50, 29. Okay, here we go. Call together the archers against Babylon, all ye that bend the bow, camp against her round about, let none of them escape, recompense her according to her work, according to all that she has done do unto her, for she hath been proud against the Lord against the holy One of Israel, therefore shall our young men fall in the streets, and all her men of war shall be cut off in that day. There is another place where it says, and they run into the holes and rocks, and they hide run holes and rocks to save us and hide us from the face of him that sat upon the throne and from the wrath of his lamb for the great day of his wrath will come and who should be able to stand. This is tied together with Therefore shall our men, young men fall in the streets. All our men of war shall be cut off in that day, saith the Lord. Behold, I'm against thee, O thou, o thou most proud. See, the reason people won't accept Jesus is they're proud. I'm blessed, I got plenty to eat, I got a good good job, I got a good house, I got lots of money, I I don't need Jesus. That's pride, okay? Although I'm most proud, verse 31, The Lord God of hosts, for thy day is come, the time that I will visit thee, and the most proud shall stumble and fall, and none shall raise him up. And I will kinder a fire in his cities, and it shall devour all round about him. And they shall stand off for fear of their torment, saying, Alas, alas, that great city, Babylon, that mighty city, for in one hour is that judgment come. Verse 33. Thus saith the Lord of hosts, the children of Israel and the children of Judah, were oppressed together. and, And all that took them cavities held captives, held them fast, and they refused to let them go. Their Redeemer is strong. The Lord of hosts is his name. He shall thoroughly plead their cause that he may give rest to the land and disquiet the inhabitants of Babylon. So he's saying to America, what just like he said through Chris Reed. Chris Reed just got this. An angel visited him and told him, as goes with Israel, so goes with America. In other words, America, whatever's happening to Israel is happening to you. You better be supporting and backing Israel. I will bless them that bless you, and I'll curse them that curse you. We never turn against Israel. Israel does bad things. We all do bad things. But Israel is blessed to the Lord, not because of their mineral wealth, not because they're the smartest people on earth, not because the land they live on. It's because God made a promise to their ancient forefather, Abraham, and that has ran down through the bloodlines, period. And that's why they are God's chosen people. They are. If people that disagree with that just disagree with the Bible. Go read it Genesis 12, 3. Well, here we can hear. Let, let me let me just, since this is the Bible study, let me just make a note. Okay, we're at 34. Let me just show you that. Let me do it right this time. Okay, Genesis 12, 2. 3. I will bless him that bless you. And I will curse them to curse you. And in thee shall all the families of the earth be blessed. So, boom, there you go. That's proof of what I'm saying. Here. Okay, let's go to Jeremiah 50, verse 34. Back there. their Redeemer is strong, the Lord of hosts is his name. He shall thoroughly plead their cause, that he may give rest to the land of disquiet the inhabitants of Babylon. A sword is upon the Chaldeans, saith the Lord and upon the inhabitants of Babylon, and upon her princes, and upon her wise men. A sword is upon the liars. We're a nation of liars. Just like call it fake news. It's not fake news. It's lies. Lies, they lie. A sword is upon the liars, and they shall dote. I can't remember what dote means. Let me look it up. And they shall dote. Got to go to the next verse here. Hang on. They shall dote. There it is. So push F10. This pops up. Dote tells us uh, to be foolish. <laughs> a lot of foolish people in America. I love America. I love the people of America, but I don't like this sin. a sword is upon the liars, and they shall dote. a sword is upon their mighty men, and they shall be dismayed. <clears throat> you know, okay, our president can't put two sentences together, can't find his way off of the stage. He's evil. A sword is upon their horses and upon their chariots, in other words, upon our military, and upon all the mingled people that are in the midst of her. We're a bunch of mingled people now. And there is a sword upon the people that are coming into our nation, and they shall become as women. A sword is upon her treasures, and they shall be robbed. It's coming. A drought is upon her waters, and they shall be dried up. For it is the land of graven images, and they are mad upon their idols. The angel that spoke to uh, Vicky, Gar- Vicky Parnell just recently said that America has more images than any other nation in history, more graven images. Now, I know we don't see them out, but if you've ever gone looking for a house where they take you into people's homes, you'll be shocked to find out how many homes have idols in them in America. Therefore, the wild beasts of the desert with the wild beasts of the island shall dwell there and the owl shall dwell there and it shall be no more inhabited forever. Neither shall it be dwelt in from generation to generation. Well, why would no one want to live in America? I mean, it's wealthy. I mean, look at the houses. Yeah, but when the nukes go off, my guess is that Russia will probably hit us with anywhere from 50 to 100 nukes, probably take, maybe more now, probably taking out the top 100 cities And all that radiation, nobody wants to live here. Nobody can live here. Therefore, the wild beasts of the desert, with the wild beasts of the island, shall dwell there. And the owls shall dwell therein, and shall be no more inhabited forever. Neither shall it be dwelt in from generation to generation. As God overthrew Sodom and Gomorrah, as in fire from the sky, and that's exactly what a nuclear weapon is. Yes, a nuclear weapon is explosion. Yes, it is 200 mile an hour wind, but more than anything, even more than radiation, it is fire. As Sodom and Gomorrah and the neighbor cities thereof, saith the Lord, so shall no man abide there. Neither shall any son of man dwell therein. Behold, a people shall come from the north that would be the Russians, and a great nation many kings shall be raised up from the coasts of the earth, and they shall hold the bow and the lance, in other words military Russia openly says their military is stronger than ours. They openly say they've got hypersonic weapons that go eight times faster than the speed of sound, and they openly say no country on Earth can stop them. No one can shut them down, shoot them down. No one can stop them. Was it the art of war that said when your enemy threatens you, perhaps you should listen? Well, America's not listening. Russia's telling us. They just said uh, just the other day, for honor of the umpteenth time, that they, they warned NATO. They said, if you send men or troops into Ukraine, even though they are NATO, they will be targeted. They're destroyed. They shall uh, hold the bow and the lance, and they are cruel. They will not show mercy. Their voice shall roar like the sea, and they shall ride upon horses. Everyone put in a right like a man to battle against thee, O daughter of Babylon. The king of Babylon had heard the reports of them, and his hands waxed feeble, and anguish took hold of him, and pangs as a woman in travail. Okay, see those words, woman in travail? For when they shall say peace and safety, sudden destruction shall come upon them, there shall upon a woman with a child, and they shall not escape. All right, I'll tell you what I'm going to do. A little work. Bible study here. We're going to do a little Bible study. I'm going to come back to 44 next. Let me jump. Let me show you something. Let's go to travail. Now, see, there's a lot of... See, I'll see these several versions of travail, but I can put it over here. T-R-A-V-I-L. Okay. But I'm going to stop there and then put this symbol... Now it's going to pick up any version of that. Well, found 46 of them, and nobody wants to go through 46 of them. This is the way I do my research. So we go to the scriptures that might have something to do with prophecy. Like that might be prophecy. No. Fear took a hold of his pain is upon a woman in travail. That might be talking about prophecy. Let's skip on down though. Isaiah is all talking about prophecy. How about Isaiah 21? That is talking about America. Therefore, my loins filled with pain, pangs have taken hold of me as the pangs of a woman that travaileth. I was about down. I said, okay, there's uh, Babylon has fallen, has fallen. That's straight out of Isaiah. I mean, Revelation 18 and all the graven images thereof. mm, Okay. Let's keep going. Isaiah 53, 54, uh, Jeremiah 50, 43. That's where we are right now. Um, Lamentations, Hosea, probably. Let's see if that's talking. Sorrow's as the travailing worm should come upon him. He is as a wise son. Let's see if it jumps into Revelation any place. She being with child of travailing in birth. Okay, so probably not too much of it, and it'd take me a long time. But a lot of times, that's what it takes. Just a lot of research. Let's go back to where we were. Okay, <clears throat> Behold, you come up like a lion from the swelling of Jordan upon the habitation of the strong, but I will make them suddenly run away from her. And who is a chosen man that I may appoint over her? For who is like me? And who will appoint me the time? And who is that shepherd that will stand before me? What's he saying? He's saying, and I'm I'm just telling you what it's saying. I don't know. I, I can't explain exactly how it all happens, but behold. He shall come like a lion. Is that talking about Jesus? Well, no question at one point, yes. But what if it's talking about someone else that God will raise up to help America? Come like a lion from the swelling of Jordan unto the habitation of the strong. But I will make them suddenly run away from her. That's talking about America. Who is like a chosen man? Who's that I kind of appoint over them? Who is like me? Who will I appoint the time? And who is that shepherd? that will stand before me. So is that talking about someone that God will raise up to help America? Hmm. Let's keep going. Therefore, hear ye the counsel of the Lord that he had taken against Babylon, his purposes that he hath purposed against the land of the Chaldeans. Surely the least of the flock shall draw them out. Surely he shall make their habitation desolate with them. This is important. At the noise of the taking of Babylon, the earth is moved and the cry is heard among the nations. At the noise of the taking of Babylon, the earth is moved. Remember Isaiah 24 says, The earth really to and fro like a drunkard, and turneth turneth upside down, and scattereth abroad the inhabitants thereof. So, boom, this is probably what we're talking about. It's probably talking about these big, powerful nuclear weapons that are 250 to 350 times more powerful than what hit Japan. When those all go off, Henry Greer was told that they explode within 60 seconds of launch. So, I mean, America has no time to prepare. Within one hour, let's let's say it's 200 nuclear weapons taking out the top 100 cities. Can you see where that would cause the Earth to start reeling to and fro like a drunkard? and turn it upside down, scatter the broad, the inhabitants. so, like Isaiah 24 says. At the noise of the taking of Babylon, the earth is moved, and the cry is heard among the nations. Dimitri was told that when God hits America, all the nations would be terrified. Well, they will, because America is the leading nation. Everybody looks up to America, but when Russia takes her out in one hour, all the nations are terrified. Now what do we do? Because this evil nation is now leading us. Problem. Okay, let's go to... didn't switch like I wanted it to here. Probably because I clicked on it. Oh yeah, here we go. Now we're Jeremiah 51. Still talking about America. Thus saith the Lord God, Behold, I will raise up against Babylon, and against them that dwell in the midst of them, that raise up against me a destroying wind. Oh, that sounds like a nuclear weapon, doesn't it? 200 mile an hour wind. And I will send upon Babylon fanners that shall fan her and shall empty her land. For in the day of trouble, they shall begin be against her round about. What's a fanner? It means they go out and they search every house, every hole, every rock, looking for wealth and looking for people. And we'll send into Babylon fanners that shall fan her and empty her land. For in the day of trouble, they shall be against her roundabout. Let him that bendeth, let the archer bend his bow. And against him that lifteth up himself in his brigandine, that's military stuff, and spare ye not her young children, destroy ye utterly all her hosts. In other words, they don't take any prisoners. There is no POWs. They kill every one of them, just like the prophecies have been warning us. Thus, say, thus the slain shall fall in the land of Chaldeans. And they that are thrust through in the streets, for Israel has not been forsaken, nor Judah his God. In other words, in the middle of America fallen, God does not let Israel fall, which is one of the reasons we want to move to Israel. And I might say it's probably going to be pretty soon, as in my guess is, I'll say under five years, maybe two or three, we'll see. For the Lord of hosts, Though their land was filled with sin against the Holy One, flee out of them into Babylon, and deliver... And let, let me back and re, read this again and get this right thought, right thought here. For Israel has not been forsaken, nor Judah his God. So God takes care of Israel in the middle of America falling. Nor Judah his God, of the Lord of hosts, though her land was filled with sin against the Holy One of Israel. Even though Israel has not turned to Jesus... Even though Israel is filled with sin, God still protects it. Why? Because Israel has served her sentence for some two thousand years. You know, all of the bad things happened to Israel—the Holocaust, you know, the six million people killed—and all they have served their sentence. Flee out of the midst of Babylon. Here's another one that says, "Leave." Matter of fact, I've got a collection of verses that say what is going to happen to America, and a lot of them are talking about people believe. Flee out of the midst of Babylon. And deliver every man to every man his soul, be not cut off in her iniquity, for this is the time of the Lord's vengeance. There's that word again. He will render unto her a recompense, that means a reward. Do unto her, she's done unto you. Babylon hath been a golden cup in the Lord's hand that made all the earth drunken. The nations have drunken over wine, therefore the nations are mad. Now, hang on. Wow, it's sort of been an hour. No wonder my voice is leaving. Anyway, it would have been in about 1988 or 89, somewhere in there. I wrote a letter to God's News Behind the News. What was his name? The it ran it. Good God, good prophecy teacher. Wrote a letter to him. I said, You really need to ask Dimitri Dudeman to come and speak because he was. Bible prophecy meeting. I mean, he held an annual Bible prophecy like three days, had speakers, all of the best, everything, everything, everything. Bible prophecy was God's news behind the news. Ray Brubaker, there you go. Wrote him a letter, asked Dimitri. He did. So I talked to Dimitri later. He said he went there and he was sitting out in the audience and he heard all of these speakers get up. Talk about oh hey you know you uh, know they would read these scriptures. I'm reading tonight, and they would say this shows how Babylon is going to be destroyed. You know we're going to be victorious when we go down and attack. Uh, Had Saddam Hussein and all that. okay and well, Demetrius sitting here listening to this, knowing that they're wrong. He says, "Lord, what do I say?" The voice came to his ear. He says, "Don't worry, I will tell you what to say." So he walked to the front. All of these big name prophecy teachers. We're all saying these scriptures here, talking about Iraq. America's going to be victorious over Iraq. So Dimitri got up there and said, Okay, brothers and sisters, when Saddam Hussein prays, to what God does he pray to? They all agreed, Oh, he, he prays to Allah, Muslim. He said, Right. Then he told him to turn to this verse. This was the interpretation God spoke in his ear. He said, Babylon hath been a golden cup in the Lord's hand. Has Iraq, ever been a golden cup in the Lord's hand? Has a rock ever been a golden cup that took the the gospel to the world, that was able to win souls, that was pleasing to the Lord, the Lord could drink out of that cup? No. He said, brothers and sisters, this is not talking about a rock. This is talking about America. They couldn't believe it. They couldn't receive it. They couldn't receive Dimitri. My head, they don't receive me either. See, it's talking about America. Babylon hath been a golden cup in the Lord's hand. In other words, America used to be pleasing to the Lord. That made all the earth drunken. In other words, all of the nations have fallen away, gone the way of the Pied Piper, and has fallen away from God because America sinned. Made all the nations have drunk into the wine, therefore the nations are mad. Babylon is suddenly fallen and destroyed. Howl for her, take bomb for her pain. If so, she may be healed. In other words, it was possible, was heavy on the word was, it was possible for America to be healed. I think that's the reason he sent uh Dimitri that crossed back and forth and up and down, radio, TV, churches, everything for 10 years trying to warn America. And then, you know, I was raised up to continue that warning and others. I'm not the only one. But has America received it? Absolutely not. No way. We would have healed Babylon, but she is not healed. Forsake her. Forsake her. Is that another place where it's telling us to leave America? Absolutely. Forsake her. Let everyone go at his own country. For her judgment reacheth unto heaven and is lifted up to the skies. The Lord had brought forth our righteousness come. And let us declare in Zion the work of the Lord our God. So Israel, to a large degree, does turn to to Jesus, but not all of them. Make bright the arrows, gather the shields. The Lord has raised up the spirit of the kings of the Medes. Who's that? Well, the Medes and the Persians, that would be Iraq and Iran. The Medes, that's Iraq. The Persians is Iran. Well, now, would Iraq want to come down and attack America? Oh, you better know it. How many Iraqis have we killed over the last 20 years? Spirit of the kings of the Medes, for her devices against Babylon to destroy it. Because it is the vengeance, there's that word again, the vengeance of the Lord, the vengeance of his temple. Here's the second standard. Set up the standard upon the walls of Babylon. Wait a minute, Babylon doesn't have any walls. And the the old Babylon, it had walls used to have, chariot races up on top of it, remember? Well, you see... 20 years ago when I was teaching this, there wasn't a wall. But today, (laughs) we got a big wall. Trump wanted to finish the wall. But Biden came in and wouldn't let him finish it. Set up the standard upon the walls of Babylon. Make the watch strong. Set up the watchman. Prepare the ambushes. What's an ambush? Same thing. The rabbit is going down the trail. Yesterday it was fine. But this time, there's a snare. This time, there's an ambush. So God is putting America... Into an ambush, prepare the ambushes for the Lord hath but devised and done that which He spake against the Babylon, the the inhabitants of Babylon, O oh, thou that dwellest upon many waters, that would be us, I can take in revelation eighteen, show you, and the woman which thou sawest, which as dwelleth upon many waters, this and it goes on to say what is happening, so that's straight out of revelation O oh, thou that dwellest upon many waters abundant in treasures. Thine end is come. And the measure of thy covetousness. What's covetousness? It means you can never get enough money. Boy, that's America. Hmm. We ain't never getting enough money. One thing about American, you know, if you got $100,000, you want $100,000 plus one. We always want more. The Lord of hosts has sworn by himself, saying, Surely I will fill thee with men as with caterpillars. Now, yes, I think that is talking about the people coming across the southern border, but I don't think that's all of it. I think it's talking about military men. And I don't think it's talking about caterpillars as in tractors or as in bulldozers. I think it's talking about military men. The prophecies say they will come in and search every house. They will take everybody out. And if there's anybody that's armed, they shoot them immediately. Anybody that resists, they shoot them immediately and let them lay where they fall. That's what the prophecies say. is coming to for America. I will fill them with men as with caterpillars, and they shall lift up a shout against thee. What's the shout? Well, remember what Dimitri was told, the fall of America was start with an internal revolution in America, started by the communists. Here it is. Some of the people will start fighting against the government. I will fill thee with men as with caterpillars, and they shall lift up a shout against thee. They will go against you. He hath made the earth by his power, he has established the world by his wisdom and has stretched out the heaven by his understanding. When he uttered his voice, that's straight out of 1 Thessalonians 4, 16, there is a multitude of waters in the heavens. He causeth the vapors to ascend from the ends of the earth. He maketh lightnings with rain and bringeth forth the wind out of his treasures. Every man is brutish, in other words, foolish. Our, our wisdom is like foolishness compared to how smart he is. <clears throat> Every man is brutish by his knowledge. Every founder is confounded by the graven image, for his molten image is falsehood, and there is no breath in them. They are vanity, the work of errors, and their time of visitation they shall perish. But the portion of Jacob, as in Israel, is not like them. Doesn't happen to Israel. Israel gets back all of her land, Israel emerges World War II, the great victor, and, and America emerges as defeated in one hour the portion of Jacob is not like like them for he is the former of all things and Israel is the rod of his inheritance Israel is the rod that beats the nations to pieces Israel is the rod of his inheritance the lord of hosts is his name thou art my battle axe talking about Israel and weapons of war for with thee Israel will i break in pieces the nations and with thee will i destroy the kingdoms and with thee Will I break in pieces the horse and his rider? And with thee will I break in pieces the chariot and his rider. With thee also will I break in pieces man and woman, and with thee will I break in pieces young, old and young, and with thee will I break in pieces the young man and the maid. I will also, also break in pieces with thee the shepherd and his flock, and with thee I will break in pieces the husband and his ox, yoke of oxen, and with thee will I break in pieces captains and rulers. And I will render unto Babylon and to all the inhabitants of Chaldea, all their evil that they have done in Zion in your sight. So we turn against Israel. Behold, I'm against thee, O destroying mountain, saith the Lord, which destroyeth all the earth. That's talking about America. And I will stretch out my hand upon thee, and roll thee down from the rocks, and I will make thee a burnt mountain. And they shall not take of thee a stone for a corner. Why? Because it's radiated. Okay? It's useless. Nor stone for foundations, but thou shalt be desolate forever, saith the Lord. Here it is again. Set up a standard in the land. Blow the trumpet among the nations. Prepare the nations against her. Call together her, her the kingdoms of Ararat. Who's that? That would be Turkey. Meaning that would be uh, Armenia. I had to look it up. And Ashkenaz, or the Ashkenazi, Ashkenazi Jews, that would be, uh, I have to get out a map and show you that. I'll skip that. Appointed captain against her, caused the horses to come up as the rough caterpillars. So America is going to have foreign enemies on our soil. Remember, World War II, we we were not invaded. There, there was nothing destroyed in our nation. Now, other nations were destroyed almost totally, not us. But in this case, we're going to be destroyed. Prepare against her the nations with the kings of the Medes, that's Iran. Excuse me, Iraq. The captains, of course, again, the Lord just told me a week ago that we're about to go to war, uh, war with Iran. And by the way, Iran and Iraq are brothers. So you don't think they're really separate nations. They're really kind of one, one nation. <sighs> Prepare against the nations with the kings of the Medes the captains thereof and all the rules thereof and all the land of his dominion and the land shall tremble in sorrow for every purpose. The Lord shall be performed against Babylon to make the land of Babylon, America, a desolation without an inhabitant. Whoa. The mighty men of Babylon have here it is, here it is forborne to flight. What does that mean? Did you know they're not getting enough people signing up to all of the branches of the military right now? They've had to lower the standards, and they're bribing people, offering thousands and thousands of dollars coming to the military. We can't get enough people to go in in military. Well, that's what it's saying. The mighty men of Babylon have forborne to fight. They have remained in their holes. That's their foxholes. Their might have failed. They became as women. They have burned her dwelling places. Her bars are broken. Now, I recently watched, I think it was called World War II in Color. It was on, I don't know, one of the stations. They were talking about that when Germany started going into Russia and some of the other nations, and they saw that they couldn't stop the Germans, they would just start burning everything, burning their houses, burning their businesses, burning their fields, so that when Germany arrived, there was nothing for them to take. It was all scorched earth. Boom, same thing. That's what they're talking about. The mighty men of America won't fight anymore. They stay in their homes. They stay in their foxholes. They hide in their caves. Their great might has failed. They become weak as women and they have burned all of their homes, businesses, burned all of their cities, all of their wheat fields. All of their wealth is all burned. I didn't write stuff. I'm just delivery boy. One post shall run to meet another, one messenger to meet another. What's that tell you? It tells you that all of our fantastic, fancy communications are down. Electricity's out. If you want to know anything, it's back to, what do they call it? uh, Where one pony, the pony express, where one pony guy riding a pony ran as fast and hard as he could to the next guy, you know, a couple of miles or whatever it was. And so it just, by Pony Express across the nation, that's what it's talking about. One post ran to meet another, one messenger to meet another to show to the king of Babylon that his city is taken, or is fallen at one end, and that the passengers are stopped. The passages are stopped. In other words, they can't move. They can't get out. They're stuck. And the reeds, they have burned with fire or the the dwelling places, the businesses, the houses, the wheat fields. And the men of war are affrighted. And we won't go fight anymore. See, God gives us the plan. God gives us the confidence. God gives us to where we're willing to give our life for our buddy in the foxhole next to us. For thus saith the Lord of hosts, the God of Israel. The daughter of Babylon is like a threshing floor. It is time to thresh her yet a little while, and the time of her harvest shall come. There will be a big revival in America after a lot of dead people. Nebuchadnezzar the king of Babylon, there it is again. So here we see the Antichrist, right, slap Dab in the middle of this last days. Nebuchadnezzar the king of Babylon hath devoured me, have crushed me. He hath made me an empty vessel. He has swallowed me up like a dragon. He hath filled his belly with my delicates. He hath cast me out. The violence done to me into my flesh shall be a bond, Babylon. In her was found the blood of prophets and saints and all that dwell upon the earth. In other words, God blames America for not keeping the devil in place. The violence shall be done to me, and my flesh shall be upon Babylon, shall the inhabitants of Zion say, and my blood upon the inhabitants of Chaldea shall Jerusalem say. Therefore, thus saith the Lord God, behold, I will plead my cause and take vengeance for thee, and I will dry up her sea and make her springs dry. Talking about America. Almost done. And Babylon shall become heaps, a dwelling place for dragons an astonishment, a hissing without an inhabitant. They shall roar together like lions. They shall yell at lions as lions whelps. Now, this is really important. In their heat, I will make their feasts. And I will make them drunken, that they may rejoice and sleep a perpetual sleep and not wake, saith the Lord. Every one of us have said at one time or another, America is asleep. America just can't seem to wake up. When Dimitri came here, the name of his speech was Wake Up America. This is the hand of God. So it's sad to say, Trump's not going to fix America. He's not going to make America great again. All we'd have to do to make America great again is stop sinning, repent, and turn to Jesus. Jesus raised up this nation, and Jesus is tearing it down. In their heat... I will make their feasts, so right in the middle of so much bad going on, we can rejoice and have a Super Bowl. We have so much rejoicing. we're still happy right in the middle of being killed. I will make them drunken. we are drunk, we're a drunk nation. I'm not talking about just that we're drinking alcohol or or marijuana or something we're drunk, we can't seem to see the truth, we can't see to see the problem and the because see we can't until we see Jesus. We can't see the problem. We refuse to see Jesus, so we won't see the problem. That they may rejoice and sleep a perpetual sleep and not wake, thus saith the Lord God. America is not going to wake up. I will bring them down like lambs to the slaughter, like rams with he goats. It's going to be bad. I will bring them down like lambs to the slaughter, like rams with the he goats. It's going to be rough. How is Shishak taken? And how is the praise of the whole earth surprised? How has Babylon become an astonishment among the nations? The sea has come upon Babylon, as in the great lakes open up all the way down to the Gulf of Mexico. Sea has come upon Babylon. She is covered with a multitude of waves thereof, big tsunami. Her cities are a desolation, a dry land, and a wilderness. In other words, no one lives there anymore. They're all dead. A land wherein no man dwelleth, neither doth any sun pass thereby. I will punish Bel and Babylon, and I will bring forth out of his mouth that which has swallowed up, and the nations shall not flow together anymore unto him. In other words, no one wants to go to America anymore. Yea, the wall of Babylon shall fall. My people, go ye out of the midst of her. That's the next time. We've been told, I mean, what is it, six, eight times now? Go out of the midst of her, deliver every man his soul from the fierce anger of the Lord. And lest your heart faint, And you fear for the rumor, it shall be heard in the land. A rumor shall both come one year. And after that, in another year, shall come a rumor and violence in the land, ruler against ruler. Okay, now, what is that? I'll tell you what I think that is. Fear of the rumor. Okay, rumor of what? What are we talking about? We're talking about the fall of America. Is there a rumor in the land that there is, that our nation is falling? Well, I mean, even Fox News has bad news all the time. So there's going to be bad news heard in the land. Then another rumor of bad news in the land. And after that, another rumor, violence in the land. We've seen violence in the land, but we ain't seen nothing yet. I mean, you wait till you see the cities burn. People hiding in their homes, uh, just like a coverstone was shown. Ruler against ruler. Therefore, behold, the days come. I will do judgment upon the graven images of Babylon. And her whole land shall be confounded, and all her slain shall fall in the midst of her. Then the heaven and the earth, and all that is therein, shall sing for Babylon. Rejoice, therefore, ye that heaven and dwell in them. Woe to the inhabitants of the earth and of the sea, for the devil has come down unto you, having great wrath, for they knoweth that he hath but a short time. This, see, the Bible is intertwined. The scriptures all fit together because it has one author. Sixty-six books, but one author. For the spoiler shall come to thee from the north, saith the Lord. As Babylon has caused the, caused the slain of Israel to fall, so at Babylon shall fall the slain of all the earth. God holds us accountable for all the Christian blood shed in the world. Ye that have escaped the sword... Here it is. In other words, you that leave America, here's what you do. Go away. Stand not still. Don't stop. Don't stop running till you get away from America. Remember the Lord afar off and let Jerusalem come into your mind. That's the verse I'm going to put on Global Radio and TV when we get there, telling people, leave. And here's where you go. You go to Jerusalem. Wait a minute. The antichrist is going to be there. Yes but that's going to be the best place to live here very soon. We are confounded because we have heard of reproach. Shame has cut our faces for strangers to come upon the sanctuaries of the Lord's house. Wherefore, behold, the days come, saith the Lord, that I will do judgment upon her graven images, talking about America, and through her all through all her land, the wounded shall groan. Though Babylon should mount up to heaven, we went to the moon, so they say anyway. And though she should fortify the height of her strength, Yet from me shall spoilers come into her, saith the Lord. A sound of a cry cometh from Babylon, and great destruction from the land of the Chaldeans. Because the Lord has spoiled Babylon and destroyed out of her the great voice. When her waves do roar like great waters, the noise of her voice is uttered. Because the spoilers come upon her, even upon Babylon, and her mighty men are taken, if one of her bows is broken, in other words, our military might is gone. It's gone. It's almost gone right now. We sent our money. And our weapons over to Ukraine, and they've sold them, spoiled them. Uh, the Russians have destroyed them. But we haven't built back any kind of an armory to fight back. We are almost defenseless. You could say every one of our bows is broken. For the Lord God recompenses shall surely require. Now, this is another big verse right here. And I will make drunk her princes. Okay, who's a prince? That's royalty. And, why, and her wise men, who's the wise men? That would be people like, uh, you know, they have a lot of degrees with college and stuff, education. Captains, that's military. Her rulers, that would be government. Her mighty men, that would be the wealthy men. And they shall sleep at perpetual sleep. Second verse that said that. Sleep at perpetual sleep and shall not wake, saith the king, whose name is the Lord of hosts. Thus saith the Lord of hosts, the broad wild walls of Babylon, that's the third time it's mentioned, the walls. Walls of Babylon shall be utterly broken. Her high gates shall be burned with the fire, and the people shall labor in vain, and the folk in the fire, and they shall be weary. I would say that our, our walls have already fallen. Okay, when they are welding, the gates open. I don't know if you saw that or not. But on the southern border, the big wall that Trump put up has gates. They've opened the gates and welded them open. The word which Jeremiah the prophet commanded, Sarai, the son of Nero, the son of Messiah, when he went to Zedekiah, the king of, of Judah and Babylon, in the fourth year of his reign, Sarai was quiet. So Jeremiah wrote the book of all the evil that's come upon me. All these words, here it is. When thou comest to Babylon, shall see. Thou shalt read all of these books, the, the, the words of these books. To cut off, none shall remain, neither man nor beast, and it shall be desolate forever, and it shall be when thou hast made an end. of Reading this book, here it is, here it is, that thou shalt bind a stone to it and cast it into the midst of Euphrates, and thou shalt say, Thus shall Babylon sink, and they shall not rise from the evil that I will bring upon her, and they shall be weary. Thus far are the words of Jeremiah. Almost exactly the words straight out of Revelation 18. Let me jump there and show you. Okay, that is. I'm gonna to go to 19 and back up. Revelation nine, because it's like the last few verses. Here it is. Here it is. This is Revelation 18, right here. Voice of harpers, musicians, and poppers, trumpeters, da da da. da, da and the sound of a millstone shall be heard no more at all. And they uh, but there's there's another one here. Hang on. See, I used to have this all memorized, but that was seven years ago. I memorized this and, whoops, wait a minute. Push the wrong button. I know 23, 25 Let's back up. Ah, here it is. 21, and a mighty angel took up a stone like a great millstone and cast it into the sea, saying, Thus with violence shall that great city be thrown down, and it should be found no more at all. Further proof that Jeremiah 15 51 ties with Revelation 18, which is further proof all this is talking about America. Okay, so, well, we're supposed to be doing a one-hour Bible study, and we went an hour and 52 minutes, and my voice is showing it. It's just about worn out. Okay, so I hope the Bible study will help you. Um, I need to pray for you. That you won't have fear because stuff like this could certainly put fear in the best of us. But hopefully it will help us to wake up. I believe that there will be a day when the Spirit of God will use you, use all of us to win a lot of souls with this stuff. This is soul winning stuff. This is like salmon eggs that you put on the hook to catch a rainbow trout. This is like worms. This is like, you know, whatever kind of bait it'll take to win the souls of people. So let's pray. Lord, I love these people. I love you and I love your word. And I want you to use them. I want you to use every one of them. And I ask you to reach down and touch their heart and anoint them for soul winning, for teaching Bible prophecy. And if they have any sins that prohibit you from using them, that you would speak loudly to them until they remove their sins. And then, Lord, use them mightily and powerfully to win many, many souls in Jesus' name. Amen. Also, um, Sean is watching today, my son, so I I hope he has put up the link because we're asking people to join Prophecy Club, $9.90 a month on an automatic basis uh, or more, $9.90 a month or more, because... Well, God has spoken to me and confirmed through several other people, there's about to be a storm hit. I believe it's a financial storm. And if Prophecy Club is to continue through this financial storm, and I think you want us there when the trouble hits, when that storm hits, these 990 a month donations will carry us through. That's not much. 990 a month or more. And just if you don't see the link there, uh, I'm looking. It's probably up. I'm probably just not seeing it. There's supposed to be a link there. Or you can go to prophecyclub.com and uh, you'll see. That if you want to give, there's lots of ways to give. Uh, matter of fact, my, maybe by now, they will have put up a QR code for you. Okay. Oh, here we go. Yes, there's a link. If the Lord prompts you to join the ministry with your support, click here. So over in the comment side, there's a link. Click on that link, and you can go up there and give. Okay, so we had, I saw one time 150 people on, I think that's YouTube, and I think the other 49 is over on Facebook, but I'm not sure. Maybe you folks know better than I. But anyway, had a pretty good attendance, the Bible study tonight. God bless you. Thank you very, very much. Please pray and ask God what you need to do to get prepared. I'm convinced that the storm is at our front door. God bless you.